Welcome, welcome to the Bro CR Supercast. Basically, a super cool podcast. See what we did there? <laughs> we discuss all things obstacle course racing, culture, and community that embodies it. From performing athletes, flashy new gear, and secret guacamole recipes. Yummy. We've got you covered, bro. Do you have questions? We want to find answers. Want to talk about running in the mud and your next big adventure? Cool. So do we. Now let's lace up those trail kicks and jump in the corral. The Supercast. The Supercast starts now. And welcome back to another Tuesday. Happy Tuesday, everybody. I'm Jacob Bosecker. And I'm Leah Hensley. Leah, what the hell is going on? Well, let's see. This past weekend, I was in Cheerville. Yeah. Um, my daughter had a big old cheer competition, so that yeah. consumed my life all weekend. What about yeah. you? Um, Dad duty. <laughs> I'm, Look at I'm, us being all like adult and like responsible. You know, <laughs> I'm I'm digging the dad duty. I'm enjoying being home for a change. Um, this uh-huh. is a really weird world that I'm living in now. Um, I'm part of a local running club now. Two of them. Uh-huh. Um, okay. And meet up on Saturdays and Sundays, go on runs, uh, drink drink a few beers, and talk just talk life with a bunch of my friends. And it's okay. it's actually really a different pace for me, not being on the road and. Um, I'm sure it's a nice break from, you know, baby duty. You know, here's the thing. I've, we, and we've both done it, been on the road for years and mm-hmm. years and years. And I feel like my life is starting to take this new form. And it's this new chapter. Mm-hmm. And when I go to these races, like, I have to be really selective in where I go. I'm not just jumping yeah. on a plane anymore to, um, you know, just like let's let's go to Nebraska or something to go to a right. Spartan race out there to get points or something. Um, I have to really mean it, and that's why this week's episode means so much to me. Yeah, it's a good one. You guys have heard us talking about our favorite races, um, and this week we have our first race of the season for for the for you know for Bro CR, um, and that's the Abominable Snow Race. You know, Leah, I, I've went to – out of the Abominable Snow Races, I've only missed one. Oh, see, I've only been to two. I've, I've been to every single one except the second year that they were at um, at uh, Crystal Lake. Yeah. And it's a great team. It's a great community. It's a great people. Um, so many guys from the – I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give shout-outs here to all the community here, like the Strongest Oak guys, the Corn Feds, mm-hmm, the, the Flatliners, the Heartfit, yep. the um, – You've got Wisconsin um, OCRs. Wisconsin that OCRs up yep. that way. We've got the Highlander teams all there. We've got everybody from Frontline there. Yeah. We've got it's it's just the community coming together. And I'm starting to see even these guys now talking about how excited they are to go to Indian Mud Run. Yeah. And the the local community is has been you know in the Midwest growing up, guys. and it's, it's growing really getting and loud. spreading. And it's nice because, you know, a lot of the big races have just kind of snubbed the Midwest. And, you know, there's there's a huge base of Midwest, Midwest runners that have found homes with these local races. And it's nice to see them no longer really competing with one another. Um, in the early other. days, yeah, in the early days you would see some conflicting races. You would see or hear some grumblings of just, you know, not working together and stuff like that. But as the years have gone on and the sport has matured, you know, to see these races working together, you'll see race directors helping out other race directors at their races. And it's becoming such a bigger thing now. And it's this, I, 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 I'm going to preach about this all year pretty much, mm-hmm. but that's how we survive in local OCR. This is how we, how we, well, that's how we survive this. in all of OCR, not just local, but all of we it. We come together as a community and just build mm-hmm. something bigger than the sum of our parts. And that's another thing that I'm so happy that the frontline guys and the OCR WC and mm-hmm. Highlander and mm-hmm. now Abominable back in and the Highlander yeah. guys are going to put obstacles at OCR WC this year and head out there. And that's like, yeah. that's great. Yep. Oh, for sure. 
the guys from, you know, I want to get Hubie out there at Abominable. I think he'd have a blast helping me. I think Hubie would like it a lot, for sure. Uh, Hubie would have a great time. Yeah. So this week joining us, we've got um, Tom Abraham and Bill Wolf of Abominable. They're going to talk to us about kind of the history of where Abominable's come from and this upcoming race in three weeks now. Absolutely. So uh, without further ado, let's kick it on over. Strap into your seats, kid. We've got the best way to start your race season right here. Uh, the Abominable Snow Race, our first big race here that we're going to. Well, yeah. I'm going to with Amber. Leah is not making it. I know. I, I We've mentioned it before. I've got mom duties, but, um, you know, everyone's getting in there. Itchy, itchy stage, ready to race, and, and this is a, a great first one for you guys. So if you haven't signed up for one and you don't have a March race, listen up. Uh, guys, we got Bill Wolf and Tom Abraham here on the line. Guys, how's it going? Hey, yeah. Good afternoon, guys. I, I feel like we need to have, like, a Yeti's howl or something. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> we need, like, sound effects for you guys. <laughs> so, this is the fifth year, or is it the sixth? Yeah. This fifth uh, year of the Bobby Coming yep. into the fifth. Coming okay. into the fifth. Um, Abominable Snow Race, kind of a local gym here as far as OCRs. Uh, they're up just north of Madison, Wisconsin. Um, Devil's Head, their ski resort. Guys, uh, you want to give a little bit of history about the race? Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll kick it off, Tom. Uh, please add here. Um, so, yeah, uh, as we said, we're going into our, our fifth year, our first year, 2016. You guys were there, in fact. Mm-hmm. I did a live broadcast from the uh, what we call the ice again, and many different <laughs> forms of weather over the last five years. But uh, uh, started at a park district, and we held on to a little bit of snow, if you recall, a lot of ice because of the mm-hmm. warm and cold. Um, and then moved it to a snow snow ski hill in Lake Geneva uh, at the Grand Geneva for a couple of years after that. And then we graduated to Devil's Head last year, and man, such a big change in course and. Uh, a little bit extra distance, but, you know, we get a lot of ski hill and, um, you know, it's set like 80% on the snow. So it, it's pretty unique experience, and we're excited to, you know, bring it back to Devil's Head on March 14th. So give us the down and dirty facts of the race. How long are we, of a race are we talking? Is it just one length? What's what's the overview? Yeah, okay, so at um, its core – you can think of it as two different courses. It's a four-mile expedition and an eight-mile adventure course. And then we sort of have different versions of, of the race category or um, uh, combination. So you can go a Yeti's Challenge, which is the combination of those two courses. You can run two laps of either course. Um, you can run King and Queen of the Mountain, which is most laps. Uh, we And then we have our Elite and masters um they run the eight mile adventure course for speed we have about five different ways you can mix and match these these two courses so the four and the eight are completely separate courses the four is not just half of the eight uh no that that is how it is it, it the okay. four is part of the eight it'll they kind of branch off into different areas a couple spots but largely they're inclusive of yeah Awesome, awesome. And that's, a, that's I think, honestly, the best way to do a good race. So it's like you've got your long course is competitive, you've got a short course that's part of it, and you've got some other things that make it off to make it the elite course, and then you've got a, a multi-lap that's king of the mountain. I, I yep. love doing it that way. Mm-hmm. You guys are also a um, a qualifier this year for OCRWC again. Yeah, Tom had a lot to do with that. Uh, Tom, you want to yeah, we, we share our good news? We were really excited about um, uh, the connection there uh, mm-hmm. with uh, the folks at, at Worlds. Um, it's kind of new territory, actually, myself, and I'm excited to uh, to get out and actually do that course as well. So, um, uh, but it, it's brought in a whole new level of uh, uh, competitiveness. So, um, so we're super happy to be aboard. So for people Absolutely. who are looking to qualify, that's going to be the elite course? Yeah, that's that- correct. It'll be the elite course. Um, and I apologize, I don't remember the exact numbers. Top 15, Bill? 
Yeah, uh, I think it's top five get uh, into the pro division, top 15 get into the, the open. Mm-hmm. Just like the competitive, yeah. yeah competitive. Yeah. Um, so, um, no, pretty exciting. Uh, and, you know, it it uh, means we're going to focus that much more on the technical nature of the, uh, the elite mm-hmm. experience. Well, that's the next very important question that people are going to ask whenever you talk about a race. Is it mandatory completion or is it burpees? Yeah, so, no. go ahead, Tom. So we switched to um, to mandatory completion. Um, I believe last year was our our first official year for that, uh, okay. and uh, and it's a wristband system. So you get three wristbands. Um, you need to cross the finish line as an as an elite runner. Um, You'll need to cross the finish line with at least one of those three wristbands um, to uh, to be uh, in the in the, the running for the for the, uh, the the money the big curve. Mm-hmm. Let's talk there, you know. <laughs> so you're allowed to fail two obstacles along the way and still be a finisher. Yeah, yeah right. One obstacle that you go through two times, you know. Uh, we had a couple obstacles last year that uh, that just completely robbed people's souls <laughs> there's a lot of wristbands laying on the ground tell us about them uh well uh so one of them i think that i probably found the most at was what we call the apex uh, nothing incredibly new and different and innovative it would just made it uh the fact that it was in the snow made it that much uh exactly difficult. and the uh, so what the apex is is just a an a-frame a-frame uh a plywood board uh, that you traverse sideways on. Uh, again, seen it at several other races. But now we've got a different, a uh, whole new level, you know, being that it's on the snow, uh, just makes it a little bit more slick. So we're talking about something along the lines of like an Olympus or a typical oh, yeah. spear for yeah. Battle Frog days. Yeah. Yep, 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 right on. Exactly. So, right we'll on in the snow. That, of course, right back in action. Um, then we have, uh, we actually last year, if you remember, uh, the frigid polar vortex that we we suffered through. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm getting ready to talk about that in a second. Yeah, we actually <laughs> had two obstacles that didn't go up. And, and, and unfortunately, there were two very difficult op- obstacles. I said, unfortunately, because we really wanted to get them up, but they require such level of a uh, high level of uh, um, time and build and everything else that it just didn't happen uh, we just ran out of time and uh, we were surprised we even got as many as we did with with how cold it was but the those two obstacles we have every intention 100% to have those up front and center this year and uh, one of the obstacles has been seen before in our uh, race in 2018. That was in the elite course only. Jacob, I believe you were. I was there, yeah. And um, the other one is a brand new obstacle that all we have is a drawing. Uh, we, drawing. <laughs> we got we got lumber. the lumber. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, think we, I think we cut a few boards to length. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think it's ready. It is ready. Oh. And 100% ready to go, ready to be assembled. Uh, it is just um, – and last year we, we started to assemble. It got about halfway. Yeah, through. it got out there in the snow. Yeah, this yeah. is the Siberian swing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's pretty brutal. It's a, a lower uh, lower rig system. Oh, six, those are my favorites. Six feet off the ground, yeah. And race-ready yep. obstacles may have some goodies to put on that low rig. That's yeah. awesome. Those, are, those yeah. are my favorite obstacles is, is the low rig. So what's your target for number of obstacles for this race? Well, we're, we're going for uh, the expedition course uh, is the short course. That'll have 15-plus uh, is where we're shooting for. Mm-hmm. And the adventure course then goes uh, uh, to 20-plus uh, obstacles is what we're awesome. shooting for. Lee, I'm going to be a little more specific. I'm going to go like 23, 24. Oh, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to hold you to that. Yeah, no, no, so, pressure. no pressure, but yeah. Might I'm, be like 16 and 23 or something. 
I'm going to address the elephant in the room, though. So everybody this year, a lot of people were questioning what was going on when you guys had to push back the date a little bit to March. But I also want to talk about something that happened last year when you guys had it when you did. We just talked about for a second there, the polar vortex that came through. How was setting up things last year, the week of coming into race? Yeah, I'll. You want me to kick it off here, Tom? You, you have more hands-on experience here, but I, I did a lot of computer work inside, uh, which was nice. It was nice. <laughs> I mean, for, for um, those who who didn't catch this, we're talking about Wisconsin in the winter time. Yeah, it, yep. it was it was projected to get to minus forty or minus forty-five, and end up hitting minus fifty-two, minus fifty-four on Wednesday before the race, and. We knew. I mean, we showed up Sunday night. Monday morning, we're stopping through 10 inches of snow. Um, and then, it, you know, the bottom dropped out um, on the, the temperatures. All of our diesel uh, machines all gelled up. You know, we couldn't use lulls or UTVs. Not we bad. were, uh, like, walking around with tools for, I think, a day and a half before we finally um, got a hold of a couple snowmobiles. We purchased a couple snowmobiles. And then, man, we were off to the races from there. So, uh, we're well prepared this time. We have three snowmobiles, <laughs> a couple of UTVs, ATVs, but you know, it was pretty unique. And, and, you know, we, of course, were aware it was coming in. Uh, we were all very mindful. Even in fact, when we got to that day, we were very much ready for it. The team, I think Tom put in seven, eight hours, uh, on that day. And, um, most of it in, in a single go. So, I mean, they, they were all prepared in this cruise pretty tough um but you know to tom's point you know usually we're out there for 12 hours 14 hours and so uh we just ran out of time as we got towards the end uh, and there was i think two or three that didn't get up so we'll stay ahead of that this year uh we did kind of address the elephant in the room the moving of the date yeah that's uh um it was tough it was a really tough decision and you know we had to weigh a couple things um one was the safety of you know our staff Oh, yeah. Um, you know, had the minus 52 been anywhere, you know, plus or minus a day, um, it's likely that Devil's Head would have been shut down, and they are a big part of our operations. They move our equipment around, our obstacles mm-hmm. take them to the field with their snowcats. And so it's this dance. Um, and then so safety being the first rule, uh, if you remember last year, it was so cold, um, we actually were able to park on the golf course. I don't yep. know if you remember that, but I do. Um, there was like six, seven, eight hundred cars out on the golf course and then it was overflowing. And had it been thirty degrees or forty degrees, like it's been <laughs> three out of the first four years for us, um, we wouldn't have been able to park there. And so then the parking would be ten minutes, twelve minutes away, you know, should buy shuttles and uh that was a, a a concern as well. So moving the date out um, gave us a couple things. One, it gave us uh, about 40% more ski hill. We got three, four more lanes to work with on the hill itself. Um, two, it gave us access now to uh, the the buildings on site because it's later in the year. And so at base camp, Yeti Nation gets to take over Smoky's Lodge. It's got a fire pit inside, a bar, it will have some food and and games and that you can sit inside, be on the deck, uh, you know, or be out on the snow. So it sounds of, like a much more enjoyable festival area than yeah. huddling around what in the snow. No, I'm yeah, not no gonna, I don't want to downplay the yeah, beforehand. Kind of, I don't want to downplay it beforehand though, because it's always been a great time there. I so I, I come from a skiing and snowboarding background, and I love hanging out like opera ski and hanging out and having a beer and right. watching things kind of kind of change. And like you've created that in an OCR environment now, yeah, and to have. Yeah actual buildings where you can sit around, have a glass of hot cocoa and throw oh. some Baileys in it and just chill out when cheer friends in. You guys, Man, that's a good it is. <laughs> it's such a unique experience in Smokies. The base camp, the lodge where we'll all be sitting is, you know, a panoramic of windows and it opens up to the terrain park. And we've got the little Yeti kids course like going up the side of these huge terrain jumps and um coming down the um you know the the jumps and all that, it, it's mm-hmm. going to be pretty special. And everything's right there great. in front of you uh, where you can see it. You know, it's not like we're tucked into a tent and can't can't see. So I, I'm really excited about the changes this year. The date move is tough. Um, mm-hmm. I understand. I've talked to many, many racers about it. 
Um, but and, here's the and, thing. You still are going to have plenty of snow there. How much snow's on there right now? Oh, yeah. They're sitting on four to six feet on the hill oh, right now. And There's no shortage of snow. Well, <laughs> now that no, we're mentioning that, yeah, yeah, I mean, if we're, we're talking about snow, I mean, that's what makes the biggest thing that separates you guys um, from other races. But for people who are not used to racing in the snow or have never ran in the snow or even thought about doing an obstacle race like this, Let's talk about some race day preparation. What do you gear. recommend racers have um, <laughs> gear-wise to come do your race? Yeah. Um, I, I think first and foremost, um, foot, footwear. You know, your mm-hmm. shoes. Your, you know, your, uh, what gives you comfort that you got some grab? And, you know, if you got to kind of watch the weather because you can be in the zone of mud, ice, snow you know um soft powder like uh, the elite started off in in some cases four feet of of deep snow heavy snow Mm -hmm. you know and maybe a spike wasn't needed at that point but then they get out on the trails and they need an integrated spike so i think um your shoe shoe selection so a a, an aggressive trail shoe will do 80 percent of what you need it to do um if you can, a Solomon spike cross uh, or an ice bug, you know, they make the integrated spikes, and, and those are great for grabbing uh, out on the trails. Uh, I'm going to go then, ahead and do a pitch here real quick. Uh, just signed with Solomon Shoes, and they've got ice spikes too. So Yeah, yeah. they do. They <laughs> cross, actually, I wear them, and they have a snow cross too. No, this is uh, 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 Sel- Selming. Selming. Yeah. Oh, yep, Selming, Swedish. Ski shoes. They've got they've got spikes too. So anyway, okay. go go back to your story. You. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I heard that wrong. Uh, okay, so um, so shoes number one. Uh, if if you're not into the integrated spike uh, or you need some traction on your old gym shoes, uh, throw a yak track on. It's like a absolutely over spike. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you come out in your tennis shoes that are kind of worn down, you're going to be on your knees real quick. Yeah, crawling around. So, for those Um, of you guys who are not familiar with with the yak tracks that he just mentioned, there are these rubber, you know, soles that you can slip on over whatever shoe you're wearing. So uh, they provide traction for going, you know, in the ice and snow. When I did abominable, I don't remember, eighteen, I think eighteen. Yeah, yeah. two years ago. Um, it was definitely a saving grace for me in, in one section for sure. Yeah. Yeah, just got to watch the weather because you could end up, if you don't need them, you'd be carrying them. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So speaking of weather, though, what's the weather looking like for this thing this year? How are we feeling? <laughs> well, yeah, you know, I don't get into that over-under type stuff anymore. <laughs> I did it the year one, and it drove me crazy. I, yeah, I smart. No we're still smart. about a month out, so oh, you got to okay. take everything yeah. for granted. Yeah. Oh, no, I mean, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm checking AccuWeather every single day. You know, it's a 30-day outlook and you know, doing my prayers, but, uh, this you know, is your, this is your chance, Bill. This is your chance to be the weatherman. Yeah. No, you know, what are your <laughs> prayers? What is, what is a yeah. perfect race okay. game for you? I That's a really good question. 25, 25 in the daytime, you know, maybe a 20 at, at opening, you know, mm-hmm. uh, first heat. So that, that would be, I think a respectable request. And, but I think it's somewhere <laughs> in low 25, high forties. Um, right. you know, and it, uh, it depends. You know, right now it's an ice box, but uh, well, hopefully the yeah. snow fairies will hear your requests. So here's <laughs> so. here's here's what's pretty ironic too. The you know somebody's looking out for us up there because uh, we've been up there for two site visits now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The time we went up there, uh, it was uh, Martin Luther King weekend. Yeah, mm-hmm. we were there Saturday night. Bill and I, we were out in six inches of fresh powder. Mm-hmm. Um, was coming down as we were we were having some fun, and then uh, Bill was it last weekend we were up there two weekends ago. Uh, uh, February eighth, February eighth and ninth. So yeah, yeah. So and uh, and the uh, the Sunday we were up there. Uh, I think we left there uh, with they had it. It had been snowing all day long. They had eight inches on the ground that they had gotten fresh throughout the day. Oh man. Still snowing. That's the beautiful. Were incredible. Yeah. Uh, and so, so we can just keep our fingers crossed that you know. We just need more site visits, is what I hear. 
Paying him. Yeah, exactly. So for racers who are going to come up there, aside from the lodge and, you know, their hot cocoa, what what's in it for them? Let's talk about swag. Let's talk about prizes. What's what's going on? Yeah. So uh, as with uh, previous years, we we do a custom logo each year, and uh, that mm-hmm. typically makes its way onto a shirt and into a uh, Yeti Nation medal, which we'll talk about in a second. But you know, everybody that signs up for a four, eight, or twelve uh, will get uh, a finisher T-shirt. Um, we changed the color of our beanies. We've been given black beanies since we started you know, five years ago. So this year we'll give a blue beanie uh, along with a black shirt and uh, the the devil's head skull Yeti abominable snow race logo, uh, mm-hmm. which I pretty, like pretty much this year. Um, everybody gets a finisher medal. You get uh, your choice of a craft beer, a point, Stevens Point Brewery, which is uh, in uh, north of Devil's Head in Wisconsin, about an hour and a half away. There are mm-hmm. craft beer sponsors. Uh, White Claw Hard Seltzer has sponsored as well as the finish line. Uh-uh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you can get White Claws. Kill it, baby. Claws the law. Yeah. Yeah. Claws the law. The claw. <laughs> claws the law. That's right. <laughs> maybe, um, that'll make, maybe Leah's got to change her mind here. Maybe yeah, I just have to tell my kid <laughs> yeah, she's I'm on so her own. Sorry, <laughs> um... And then, uh, what, what am I missing here, Tom? You know, you get your bib, uh, those that want to be timed get a custom timing chip. Um, if you are racing for the prize, we mm-hmm. offer, uh, cash awards for the top three men and women or male, female in our elite category. Are uh, we doing, are we doing cash? We're doing cash? We're doing cash. Yeah. What kind of cash? Holy smokes. It's 200, 150, 100. Okay. And and uh, all in singles, of course. Is, uh, <laughs> how we do it. Yeah. And uh, you, Driftless Glen, local uh, distillery. Uh, they make bourbons and vodkas, okay. gins, mm-hmm. and other spirits. Uh, they've donated 14 bottles, which we have laser engraved. Um, you know, first, second, third place, uh, men's and women's elite. So um, we do have a master's division. It doesn't. It qualifies for the elite cash payout. Mm-hmm. But doesn't pay out cash on its own. Uh, but they also get a bourbon bottle for nice. men, men and women. And then we pay two hundred dollars cash to the king and the queen of the and they also get a bourbon bottle. So it's a lot so, of money uh, and, and booze going out. Yeah, you know, you need the singles with your with your with your bourbon. You know exactly where you're heading. <laughs> well, it's always a it's always a joke with Bracken every year. Yeah, I know. He messages you guys, and he's like, "I need another bottle of that bourbon." He yeah. sends us pictures, like update <laughs> pictures. I'm halfway through. It's you know, May or something. <laughs> There's a little uh, little smack talk going on out there. On social media now too, if you haven't caught wind of it. Yeah, there's some fast yeah. boys up in the Wisconsin area yeah. that are. Yeah. Your old boy Bashimi. I think he's a little sad he didn't make the podium last year. Yeah, I think Jordan. Uh, I think Jordan is is coming in hard. Yeah, I was yep. happy to see that post. <laughs> I'm I'm freaking pumped to get out there and just. And just hoot and holler with you guys. It's kind of my thing, and I love hanging out there with you guys. It's a, it's just it feels like home. It's it's a good thing. It you, is. It you're gonna need to bring your board too. To I'm gonna bring my board this year. I am bringing my board this year. <laughs> yeah. So Jacob, that's one of the biggest changes this year is is Brociar at, at the start. I, I mean, yeah. This is, so this is big yeah. news. We will be at the start line this year and doing awards and announcing all day long, myself and we're bringing back Amber Johnston, uh, a yeah. good old buddy. Me and Amber Who's used to the cold? Yeah. Not anymore. <laughs> Not anymore. She's in Texas. Uh, but yep. Amber will be there with us, and we're just going to have a hell of a time. We're going to have a really yeah. damn good time. So um, how many people are we looking for? How big of a race are we talking? Uh, my prediction right now is eleven fifty, eleven hundred fifty, just under. I think we'll hit twelve. I think we'll hit twelve. We're in a, That's we're in a, a legit race, y'all. Yeah. I mean, we're not talking about a little, you know, mom and pop local here. We're talking about an established race that that's been here for five years now. So I mean, it sounds like you guys have just progressively improved over the years. You know, what's your biggest? What are you most proud of with this race? Yeah. I I mean, I'm proud of so much, you know, the team 
behind it all or that puts it on that spends hours 11 months 12 months out of the year uh, putting this thing together um, I'm proud of all the fans that get out and challenge themselves to do something that they never thought they would do um, take on this hill um, you know proud of the partnerships that we've built in the local community we're always part of the chamber and you know we give back to the local community and partner local um, and so I, I think generally, maybe you said it, Jacob, you know, it just feels like family. And, and that mm-hmm. for me is where I, I you know, put, put this uh, event in, in the category of success. It really, it really does. It's a great time. It's a little stressful, right? Of course, you got to kick oh, yeah. off. But I mean, by of nine course. in the morning, man, it's, it's. You know, it's like all of your friends coming together and reuniting and, you know, people you haven't met that are just uh, real special. You know, the OCR community itself is uh, one of a kind. So that's well, why one of my do. one of my favorite things last year that makes it just a unique and special event that kind of makes it feel personal. And, you know, we've been to these Spartan races and these races before Tough Mudders where you've got five or eight thousand people there that weekend. And, you you know, a handful. But last year, one of the things I will never forget, Tom, are we doing a. A um oh a headlamp run again Friday night. I'm year. in if you're in. <laughs> I'm, I'm in. I'm in. <laughs> so last I'm last year, what I gotta do it. So oh my gosh, <laughs> I, I'll be there. So awesome. last year for all of our listeners, Tom on Friday night gave us a we a headlamp lit run of the course, and we probably ran three miles that night. Yep. But it was just there's nothing like it. If if you're if you're run. Oh, it was so much fun, and it's like you're out there with, like, 50 other people just trompsing around in the snow, looking around, joking about deer, messing up things, and just telling stories, and <laughs> it's, I mean, but it's real, and it's so, if you've ever been out in the snow like that at night, it's so quiet. Yes, yes. Yeah, and out there where, where Devil's Head is, I mean, you're just, you're, you're out there, you're way You're out. isolated, it's, yeah. Yeah, and it's... Um, you know, we did that run. I, it was completely, for me, it was just, we're, we're just going to go somewhere. I, I had no plan. <laughs> Bill hates that. Sometimes. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> fun, though. Bill's a planner and I'm kind of a, a last minute. I'm with you, Bill. Yeah. yeah. And, you got to plan that shit. Heck yeah. yeah. And I just, I honestly, somebody called me on the radio, might even been Bill. And he says, Hey, you got the headlamp around in a half hour, and I'm out in the middle of the course marking it, and, and I'm thinking, "Oh yeah, well, oh, I'm I going, oh, crap! I still got to get some work done." But <laughs> I dropped everything, took off down to the uh, to where the group was, and introduced myself. Got all my gear on, said, "Okay, let's go," and we all, all threw headlamps on. Uh, Jacob, you and I led the the group, and it was so cool to get out way out and just pitch black and there were yeah. headlights for as far as you could see people's headlamps on and uh and we just ran we just you know kind of trotted through the course we didn't take the actual course we just kind of went around it through it you know uh, and, and just stopped at different places we talked about some of the struggles talked about some of the fun we had with uh, throughout the week and, and just really made it a, a an intimate setting um and and i i took that really to heart uh i felt great about that and being able to show people what our team did and how hard our team had worked so we're doing it again yeah <laughs> well i mean it's it's obvious hearing you guys talk that you know the passion that y'all have and 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 the work that you guys are putting into it so you know, it's it's awesome. It's it's nice to see the evolution and how you guys have grown. Well, we appreciate that. It's it's uh, it, it's it's very humbling uh, to uh, to be able to do what we do and, and have people uh, talk to us and, and tell us what changes they made in their life, and it's it's very gratifying. That, that's so, a great thing. For people who have not signed up yet and they're interested in coming, let's let's give them all the details. Where do they go and how do they get in touch with you if they have any questions? Yeah, so they'll go to abominablesnowrace.com. Uh, they can choose fun runs or if they want to go for the glory. They can choose elite races. Uh, we are offering a buy one, get one free through the end of February. 
awesome. you must sign up two racers at the same time, and they must be in the same category. Uh, the code is BOGO, and um, I think that's it. it all, they should find all the different categories for eight or 12-mile challenges. Uh, we do have, I'll say, a little Yeti course. Uh, it's a little over a half a mile, eight obstacles. Race Ready Obstacles is bringing their rig um, on race day for the kids' course, so that's going to be pretty special. Um, and we're offering an all-day pass for the kids uh, at $25, uh, and they can earn up to three medals. They get two standard medals, and then they earn their Yeti Nation medal if they get three laps. So kind of like what Mom and Dad did, um, smaller obstacles. Sounds good. Yeah, yeah, a lot of fun. But don't forget, there's beer. <laughs> well, and that's, like that's the other thing. Are, are the are the deals still going on for the hotel rooms there? Because you guys have got a heck of a deal with the hotel right now with the yeah. resort, like for a hundred bucks a night. Yeah, ninety nine bucks a night for Friday and Saturday for Yeti Nation. Uh, best ways to call to reserve them. You can go online too. The booking code is ASR twenty twenty. And it gets you ninety nine dollars a night. That's freaking fun. Yeah, <laughs> it's just yeah. it's a cool place. It's just a good time. Take some yeah. time a little bit. <laughs> Absolutely, stay, yeah. you know, sit down, stay a while a bit. You know, it's a yeah. You know, last, it, oh, go ahead. Uh, real quick there too. Something we're doing different than last year is uh, uh, another reason to come up and and stay the night Friday night, especially um, is we're doing a uh, uh, a pre party. Uh, at our packet pickup on Friday night. Uh, we're going to have lots of stuff going on uh, in our new found facility that they're uh, putting us in uh, called Smokies. Uh, there'll be registration, you know, early registration pickup. We're going to have uh, live music, have uh, uh, some games, open bar. Claw. Uh, yeah. Claw. Yeah, we're going to have claw. Uh, nice. But but uh, Jacob promised me some tripels, some Belgians. I, I'm bringing yeah, I'm bringing some um, some local brews here from Indiana mm. up. Some uh, I've actually got you some really special stuff here. Yeah, cool. Saved off here to the side. Yummy. Yeah. So Friday night before the the headlamp run is that early packet pickup party, and you, you can check in, come on over, hang out. We'll have the bar going, some food. Uh, you can watch us setting up the start line, finish line. You can kind of walk out on the snow and check out the obstacles. Uh, it's all, you know, the Smokies Lodge is like nestled up into the ski hill a little bit, so we're not at the bottom. You know, we're like in the hill. It's, it's pretty nice. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it definitely sounds like stuff. it's going to be an awesome weekend, and I know I'll be watching watching social media for the updates <laughs> and definitely wish you guys the best of luck with it. Yeah. Got to ask one more much. question. Are we going by the waterfall again this year? <laughs> well, uh, which one? <laughs> That's right. There's two. There's like two or three of them back there. Tom's well, got it all mapped out. So the, the short answer is yes. Okay. Um, the, the long answer is to be determined. You know, we don't know. We are in uncharted territory as far as the date goes. We don't know That's what true. our temperature is going to be. You know, Tom's uh, going to make it happen. He's yeah. Gonna uh, we're so, going to play it day to day. I get it. Yeah. yeah so, yeah, you know, right. it, we could be going by a waterfall. I just yeah. to weather. Check the weather <laughs> Friday. Um, <laughs> right. And show up on Sunday. Well, we're excited for it, guys. And thanks for being on the cast this week. Yeah. yeah thank you, Jacob. Thank you, Leah. Really appreciate the support from the OCR. Have a good day. Hey, thanks, guys. Bye bye. So how jealous are you? I don't think there's enough shades of green paint in this world to color me of my jealousy. White claw for days, Leah. <laughs> We're going to have a white claw fountain. <laughs> it's going to be awesome. You guys are going to have so much fun. Um, you know, just have a blast. You know, last year, so I remember I traveled there with some people, and it was actually uh, the people that I kind of went there to help out with. They all mm -hmm. left Saturday, mm -hmm. like midday. Mm -hmm. And I felt really kind of alone. I'll be honest with mm -hmm. you. I had like probably like four or five hours there. It was just kind of me. And I was just kind mm -hmm. of chilling. And I was, it, it was kind of the start of this long year where I was alone a lot right. with myself and my thoughts. And it kind of like painted a lot of my year. 
Mm-hmm. But this year, it's so exciting just to hear, like, the community coming back and doing stuff with everybody, and we're partying that night before, hanging out, and we're going to, like, later that night, it was all of us just hanging out, just talking stories about the... It's, it's so good. It feels like homecoming. It feels like the best way to start a year. And, God, I'm just, I'm pumped. It's a good event, and I'm excited to go. Yeah, no, it's, yeah. it sounds like it's going to be a great time. Like I said, I'm, I'm looking forward to hearing about it and, and hearing about some winners and, you know, see who's going to show up. We're going to take awesome videos. I can't wait to hang out with Bushimi and just shoot the shit and just and mm-hmm. be, be a goon. Just be a goon. Um, yeah, so if you guys have not signed up yet, please do so. Rewind, listen listen to those codes. There's the BOGO deal. Um, I want to make, like, a King of the Mountain trophy. I need to, I need to get it in my schedule here in the next few weeks to make like a chalice. Ah, uh, there you go. <laughs> For the men and women up there. Um, um, good. But check it out, guys. Abominable Snow Race. Uh, go there, sign up. They've got a two for one deal until the end of the month, so it basically mm-hmm. puts you to the finish line there. Yep. And, and if you're not signing up for two and you're just signing up for one, you can use our code BRCR and save some money that way as well. It's a great way to get out there. It's a great way to invest in that local community, and we love it. We love this stuff. But, but, but Leah. What? We've got to talk about something. Tell me. Something's going on this weekend. Something's going on this weekend? This weekend, Leah. Uh, this weekend. This weekend. February 22nd. Oh, duh! Derp. <laughs> Hello. Derp. Derp. Yep. I forgot about Spartan. Uh, yes. The kickoff. Ado, for the... <laughs> let's talk about bullshit. <laughs> yeah, let's talk about bullshit. Okay, the kickoff of the National Series is this I weekend in Jacksonville. That. Um, we it's talk- like when I told Yancey about this, like, we got high rocks. He's like, oh, shit, yeah. <laughs> yeah, shit, we do. So, okay. there, you know, there's just so much going on in this sport. So, this coming weekend is the kickoff of Jacksonville. We talked to VJ last week, who kind of threw down a little bit, saying he's, you know, he's come to win it. Well, and he won this past weekend. Yes, yep. By a marginable time over yes. on, on Hill, which I'm good buddies with on Hill. He's a heck of a runner, but VJ, yeah. VJ got some work done. VJ, VJ tore it up out in Arizona. So, um, you know, I'm I'm not sure quite yet who's going to be there. We're still kind of up in the air over who's signing their contracts. Who's um, even going? I don't think who's, it's going to stop people from going. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. The only people I had heard flat out say they were going – was um, VJ and um, Bracken, but now Bracken is out with injury, so yeah. I'm not sure who's going to show up. And on the female side, I, I don't know. You know, I expect Lindsay. I expect Miracle. Um, I, expect I would your think. Um, people like that. Um, but it's kind of been quiet because of the protest. Yeah, that, that's kind of taken the forefront. Although this past week, it's it's kind of been quiet. I think there's a lot of behind-the-scenes negotiations going on, so... You know, it's... I think Killian will be there. I expect, you know, Woodsy to be there. Um, I would think so. They both said, even if they're not signing, that they are racing Spartan, so... Yeah, Gawiski. I'm expecting Gawiski to be there. That'll be great. Yeah, it's close for him to come down. Um, But I'm really... It's kind of been quiet because there's just been so much other bullshit going on. Yeah. I mean, we've heard rumors of the Spartan acquisition of Tough Mudder and stuff. We've heard that, you know, yep. we've heard WTM is still on. Yeah, yeah, that's out we've there. Heard, we've got this We've heard that they're starting. not going to have a single, well, Tougher Mudder is pretty much gone for the year now. Yeah, I'm pretty sure those are done. I think that if, in fact, Tough Mudder events are kicking back up, we're not looking for anything until, until like August the end of the summertime. Saying. Yeah, and I think even that is probably a lofty goal. That's pretty fair. They've got a lot of a lot of irons in the fire right now. Yeah. Um, yep. So that's then go to the freaking locals. Then come to Indian Mud Run. Did you see on my story the shirt that they're looking at making right now for New York? Yes. Yes. How freaking cool is that shirt? It's pretty damn badass. Uh, Hubie's, you know, Hubie, he's like this little, like, mad scientist. He's always got something up his sleeve, it sounds well, like. Well, I guess I could do this. I pretty <laughs> right? love Hubie. He doesn't seem like the... The, you know, the, the grandpa that's just going to retire and, and be comfortable. <laughs> no, he, he does it because he feels like it. Um, right, so right. we're really excited to see what comes out of this week. Who, okay, so who's your prediction to win Jacksonville? God, I don't know. You know Can you give me a prediction? Okay, assuming people are showing up, I'm yep. going to say, hmm. They have to. It's the National Series. It's a, I mean, it's a, how long is the race? It's a super? It's a super. 
So it's and that's another thing. The supers Just should be up ten k. But the rumor has it last weekend in um in Arizona, Arizona. it was like seven miles. Ooh, now, that's Mia, not 10K. Mm-hmm. That's, that's not a 10K. not standard. 10K, no way. <laughs> Can't do no. All right. Boo so hits. I'm going to say, <laughs> let's see. I'm going to say Ryan Woods first, VJ second, Killian third. Okay. No Kempson? What do you got? Nah. No Kempson. Honestly, just because okay. I forgot about him, but I already did it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I want to go ahead and throw out a, uh, a mention of Kempson here. Actually, after VJ's episode last week, uh, Kempson uh-huh. called me and wanted to talk about some of the things um, yeah. about more more of the, the protests. And there's some more, more details in there, but I just want to go ahead and thank him for doing that. And um, mm-hmm. I'm really intrigued to see with some of these guys that are working behind the scenes, like Killian and Miracle and Kempson mm-hmm. and these guys trying to get this the protest resolved. You know, Godspeed. You guys are awesome. You guys are doing great work out there. Um, and you're you're making it so athletes like yourself have a future in the sports where you can be profitable and make it beneficial to to be a pro athlete. And, you know, good work, guys. I'm proud of you. So who do you predict? Uh, Kempson and who else? Um, so I, I want to see – I love Woodsy, so I'm going to say Woodsy 1. I'm going to say Kempson 2, and I'm going to say DJ 3. Okay. Um, women, I'm going to say – it, it, there's always Atkins. There's there's always Atkins, but I'm yeah. going to give it – with a race like this, I'm going to say it's a little bit flatter. I'd love to see Atkins. We're so diverse now. Yeah. Um, I'd love to see Atkins, Atkins really double down on the sport. harder ultra. now for the shorter races. He you know, does, especially in a 10K. Getting, yeah, these other men that are getting faster and faster. I mean, let's face it. Mm. Obstacles really don't have – you know, a, they don't play a role in this. These, these guys go through these obstacles so fast. It boils down to the speed. And, Absolutely. you know, Ryan's always been super fast and efficient, but as these other men are now catching up, it's not the slam dunk Ryan Atkins show that things used to be. Nope, not anymore. Nope. Um, ladies, I'm going to say, once again, short speed course, I'm going to say, uh, Miracle. Uh, yeah, Lindsay. I agree. Um, the right, right there, neck and neck, and then um, other fast gals. I'd love to see Nell come back because she was really stomping some shit last year. Yeah, she's um, training. I'm trying to think who else is in the world. Uh, Becca, go is Becca back now? Is she Becca, Is she going to be racing? She was at High Rock, so maybe she'll be she's back. She's at High Rock. She may be back. Um, but I'm going to go give and give a shout out to our girl Ashley Heller. Yeah, um, Ashley, you're a freaking she could tank. Be up there. You've been you've been putting in some time. Uh, I think. I think you can get some work done here. Um, there's obviously other people I'd love to vote in there. Um, I think Aaron Newell might have a breakout season this year. I think he could have a really, really good year. Yeah, um, he's been him training and, hard. Him and uh, Hosek both been um, yeah. really putting you can't ever time discount him. There. Never, never discount either of those boys. But um, I think Hosek's got more mountain legs on him. Yeah. Right now, that this course is going to be a little bit flat and fast, and it's going to be hot and nasty speed. Um, well, we'll all have to out. wait and see, and we'll report back next week. Absolutely. Um, and as, any, well, as, always. Say, as always, <laughs> our podcast is brought to you by Vangus CBD. Um, they are having a big giveaway going on right now, y'all. So if you have not seen it, um, make sure you go on um, Instagram and Facebook, social media. Check out Vanga CBD. Um, there's a big giveaway for one of the, every one of their products as well as a partner product. Um, get in on that. They're also still accepting applications for their ambassadors. Um, so if you have not done any of those or have not tried it, please check out VangaCBD.com slash BroCR. Save 50% off with the code BroCR for the best CBD not out 20- there. 15. Yep. You said 15%. 15%. Okay. Made, no, 15. 15. <laughs> Sorry. 15. Um, made by endurance athletes for endurance athletes. And, you know, their their testimonials and reviews are just mounting up and it speaks for themselves. There's truly no better product out there. Absolutely. For CBD, it's it's the go-to, guys. It's a it's a gold standard. I, I love it. It's, you know, THC-free, um, water-soluble. Um, nanited, so you're going to get more of that in your bloodstream and get a better result from it. Uh, any ad- additional shout-outs you want to give to sponsor or anything, Leah, this week? Um, 
It's kind of um, like sponsors are rolling down now. Everybody's yeah, been going all crazy. the sponsors are out there. Yeah, well, I guess we can go through our personal sponsors and give them shout well, out. Who do you want to give a shout out to this week? <laughs> yeah, I've got Ultra Running Shoes. I'm signed back up with the red team for year two, mm. um, which is going to be interesting because, as you mentioned in the earlier part of the episode, you are now with Salming. So I am. Let's let's do a, a shoe episode for our listeners. Do, and we, do we want to do a shoe episode here in the next few weeks? Yeah, we can do a shoe episode and, and present You're our in- our two shoes as well as maybe throw in some others, you know, options out there. Uh, we, uh, You know, we just need to have a shoe throwdown. We need to find a shoe spurt, a shoe expert here in OCR, <laughs> yeah. a shoe spurt, and we just need to shoot the shit about shoes. There, um, you know, shoes are good stuff. Hi guys, this is a new group, and I just want to know what kind of shoes what, do I wear. What, what shoes do I wear, and like what watch? What watch is good? What's <laughs> yep. a good watch? What's Tara? a good watch, and what kind of shoes should I wear? What shoes? Is Nike? Is that a shoe? <laughs> is that a shoe people wear? No, get your Nikes out of here. We're yeah, Nike <laughs> is, is not in the game. <laughs> this is uh, we 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 are only about OCR shoes. So yeah, let's have a shoe Absolutely. episode. But so other than ultra running for me, my other um. Newest sponsor announcement this week was back on the Gooder team, Flamboyant Squad for second year in a row. So awesome stuff there. And you? Yeah, I'm I'm going Salming. I'm Team Salming now. Um, mm-hmm. Kind of been slowly working it in, trying their stuff here a little bit. Kind of been quiet about it, um, but I'm really really impressed with some of their their gear. It's um, we'll we'll do the shoe episode, and I'll tell you why yep. I like that shoe. It's very different, and I talked to. A few of their pro team members too, who um, mm-hmm. Ian Hosick and VJ about the concepts. Mm-hmm. Which, what do you know about Hosick, Leah? Do you know much about Hosick? Um, I'm not. Do you sure. know this Hosick? I don't think he I do. He used to design shoes for Nike. I no, I did know that. <laughs> <laughs> but anybody that has that like level of interest engaging in shoes, mm-hmm. I trust their shoe choice. <laughs> Well, we definitely need to just have a shoe episode, it sounds like. So we'll have a shoe episode, it sounds We like. will do that. We'll talk about some of the big players in the OCR game. Absolutely. And we'll see what shakes out this weekend. Until then, I'm Jacob Bosecker. And I'm Leah Hensley. Check us out. Leave us a review. And until next week, bye, guys. We'll see you. We'll see you on the course. Peace. This has been the Bro CR Supercast, powered by Bro CR Media. We always love reviews. Oh, and shout outs too. Want to be on the review? Drop us a line. We know there are other obstacle course racing podcasts out there, but you choose to laugh with us for a while. So, thanks. Thank you. No, thank you. Thank you. No, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. And thank you. Okay, thank you. Bye-bye. God bless. Bye-bye. And bye-bye. Bye-bye. And bye-bye. Bye. Bye, everyone. And bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.